I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelp at tabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. So feel free to get online. We have one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522 WTIC. Um, yes, Bob wasn't kidding. They're trying to ban hot dogs all over the place. I can't believe it. For different reasons. You know, for climate reasons, for choking hazards. It's just crazy. Quit telling me what I can and cannot eat. You know, I'll eat what I want. If it kills me, so be it. Yes. You don't have to come to my funeral. <laughs> we'll just say he was a very, he was a very good man, and he ate too many hot dogs. Let's go on to Mark <laughs> in North Brantford. Hey, Mark, what's up? How are you? Um, I have uh, use. I try to use Microsoft Word, but, mm-hmm. but I'm using it on uh, Office 365 that I don't want to pay for. Oh yeah. I'm trying to find an alternative. Sure. But Word seems to work the best for me. Yeah. You can buy know. it. You can buy Word if you want. Uh. Yeah. Really? I don't know. You know what? I'm not even sure that I'm paying for the whole Office or just the Word. Maybe I am. You know what it is? How much? Word itself, if you want to go to go to a Staples or anybody anywhere and buy Word, it probably costs oh. you 150 bucks if you want to just buy it. Just oh, Word. I see. One time. Okay. Yep. And you can buy the whole suite. You can buy a, a home and student or something like that um, probably for a couple hundred dollars uh, from those same places. You don't have to rent 365. Microsoft would love to sell you that. They do that to businesses all the time. These businesses could easily put in servers and pay for all sorts of other things responsible for their, you know, to run their companies, but they choose to give Microsoft a rental for their operating, for their word and an outlook. It's, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I um, want to charge you extra for each PC. And I have two PCs I'm trying to run here and I can't, I can't uh, load it on the other one without paying for it. So what I was looking for was word online and I can't seem to load my, uh, email address, or I'm trying to use also Outlook, and I can't right. seem to get my snet.net email address to work on there. Right. So again, you have to pay, you have to, you're going to have to pay for Microsoft's tools, right? So I mean, it's only fair, um, no matter how you feel about it. But renting uh, them is not a good idea if you don't want to save, if you want to save some money in the long run. You yeah. can go, go to a local store and buy Office. Um, you're supposed to only use it on one system yeah. uh, to be legal. And uh, they are some of the Office 365s do allow you to use uh, to to rent it and put it on multiple devices. So you can pay yeah. twenty dollars a month and end up putting it on you know five different devices in your home. But don't you, you need to log in to be used for it to be used? Mm-hmm. So you can only log in one person as per you. license at a time. Yeah, five. Yeah. You can have five computers that are all Mark. You can't have Mark, Betty, Bob, and Sam. Yeah. Um, you have to have all Mark computers. So if you want to use it yeah. with other people, so I, I would just buy the the suite you wanted to, or look at Open Office. Look at it, an alternative to Word if you if you're not interested in paying for any of the software. OpenOffice is a free uh, software that allows you to do word processing. 
So, oh, that's not it's not a Microsoft product. Correct. Okay. Now, one quick question about my Snet.net. It's, yeah. it's attached to, I believe it's administered by Yahoo now. It used to be right. an AT&T thing back in the Snet days. Yes. Or whatever. So now, if I, I want it, I heard your uh, thing last week is talking about getting rid of Yahoo because, you know, it's, an, oh, it's a crap. It is a crappy email. I, I, I don't like it, but yeah. I use it for now because I have a lot of files on there, a lot of a lot of content. But mm-hmm. uh, what... What alternative do I have if I want to keep my Snet.net email address? And you can't. No? No. So here's the problem, Mark. Snet.net has not existed for, I don't know, 10 years. I had a lot more yeah. hair when they actually existed. So you, you're they could at any second decide you are no longer at Snet.net whenever they feel like it. They can flip yeah. a switch. So you can't assume you're going to keep that forever. Right? They have okay. spcglobal.net. That's another really old one. And when those those addresses go away, what are you going to do anyways? You should really okay. preemptively decide to purchase or access an email system that is going to be more reliable. Uh, alternatives to these types of services are we recommend Proton, which is out of, out of Switzerland. Um, and it's an, yeah. it's an encrypted email service that was developed by the Swiss Army and uh, MIT. Um, but oh, there's other yeah. alternatives. Um but that I would, sounds good. Yeah, I would stay away from these old legacy, you know, if you're at SNET, they could tomorrow decide, you know what, no more SNET. What are you going to so, do? So, you're not paying for it. So what I would do is I would just develop a new email address Correct. And, onto Proton and, be off, and then wipe out everything else and start fresh. Yeah, you could, even, you could even get your own domain name. You could become Mark at whatever your last name is if you wanted yeah. to and pay for that through a GoDaddy or a registrar. To, to register that domain name, and now you could always be at your last name or whatever you'd want to call yourself. If somebody else doesn't take it first. Right. Smith is probably yeah. taken. All right. <laughs> My last name is taken. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, my, mine is unusual, so it's it's not likely to be taken. Oh, there you go. So you could be Mark at your last name. You'd be yeah. surprised. You register that. Make sure you register as far in advance and make sure you keep that registration up. Yep. And then you go ahead and open your mailboxes through Proton. You're now, you're now in control of your own email. And that, believe it or not, our digital lives are connected to these silly email boxes. So why would you, in your right mind, connect your digital life to a free Yahoo account? Exactly. You're crazy. Yep. So well, Then I'm crazy. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome, Mark. Well, you're changing. You're thinking smarter. Yeah. Well, I listen to you guys, so thank you. You're welcome. All right, bye. All right, bye-bye. So he's going to go ahead and get control of his digital life a little bit. If you're at SNT, if you're at SBC, I mean, those companies don't exist. It's a flip of a switch later and it's gone. <laughs> what are you going to do? How are you going to recover from that when that happens? Let's go to Joe in Weathersfield. I have no idea what he's talking about. Browser's still Italian. What are you talking about, Joe? Well, I, I just recently got back from uh, Italy, 14 okay. days in Italy. I had taken my phone iPad and Surface Pro. Okay. And when I returned three weeks ago, I noticed that whenever I did a search, Google search, or use the search bar, everything comes up in Italian. And can you read it? Are you Italian what enough? What browser are you using? Not, I'm not Italian enough. So it's either I get Rosetta Stone or I get them to switch back. <laughs> yeah, what so browser? I use multiple multiple browsers: Explore, Chrome, uh, Safari on the iOS. Okay. Uh, and they're all, they're all doing the same thing. Wow, that's a crazy feature. So go into settings and open up your regions and languages mm. and select okay. the option to add a language. Or, or remove one. Or remove case. one. 
I think the remove may be the trick because I have gone into languages. I've added English, and it, it takes. I'm able to save and apply, but then I go back onto a browser, and it comes back in Italian. Clear your cache, I too. Clear okay. all your cash. You could be okay. actually cashing some Italian stuff still, even though you're not there anymore after your 14 day yeah. extravaganza. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> under threat of divorce. But yeah. Um. <laughs> so clear that cash, and then maybe you're okay. going to find that you're now getting. And again, check your DNS. I mean, believe it or not, when you went to Italy, you could now be still using Italian DNS servers. Okay, I'm on open DNS. Oh, good. Um, then you're not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So That's check the language. I'll, I'll double check it. All right. And we've got a link up here for you that you can re- review uh, to see what's going on here. Okay. All right, Joe. Excellent. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Good luck. And then I, ho- I hope you enjoyed Italy. <laughs> oh, it was a wonderful trip. Wonderful awesome. Trip. All right. Okay, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. See you later. So, uh, yeah, that's a problem if everything comes up in Italian. <laughs> if I ever went to Italy, I would never want that to happen. I wouldn't be able to find the local pizza place. Mm-hmm. I had to fix a computer one time that somebody went overseas, mm-hmm. and they added that second language, mm-hmm. and they needed it changed, but it was in a language I didn't understand. The only thing that saved me was that I understood how to navigate to the right place. <laughs> right. So the whole thing was in a different language. It was in a language that I couldn't understand, oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and neither could he. <laughs> so, you know, but I knew where the setting was. Right. So I was able to navigate to it. That's crazy. But it was, it was nuts. We're going to go to, uh, I guess, go Patrick next in uh, East Hartford. Hey, Patrick, what's up? Hey, guys. I'm going to cut the uh, Cox bundle and go to YouTube TV. I just, can you help me to visualize the connectivity from right now? The three TVs are hooked up to a cable uh, jack cord. Is that going to go away when I go to internet only with Cox or, or and is it going to go to a Wi-Fi? Correct. For YouTube? Yeah, you're, okay. yeah, you're not going to use the old RG, RG6, is that what they are called now? Yeah. Uh, you're not going to use that old cable anymore. You're just going to use Cox for your internet and then you're going to go out and either buy streaming devices like the, I use the NVIDIA Shield. I've been very happy with that. But Or Roku's got devices or Apple TV, whatever your, your preference. And those devices will be connected to your TV's HDMI port, uh, input, input. And uh, they'll be also connected to your internet, right? Your Wi-Fi or whatever you're going to connect. I would recommend hardwiring wherever you can your streaming devices to get the best result. And um, then make sure you talk to Cox. You don't need more than 50 megabits, 100, you know, 60 megabits of bandwidth for an average family of five. So don't be spending three, you know, don't, don't pay for 300 megabits or gigabit speeds. You don't even need it. It's a big empty pipe. Um, so that'll lower your price. You're going to lo- save all your money on all those boxes that they're renting to you. Right, right. And, and then the other question is, um, is there actually two pieces of hardware, one that goes into the uh, HDMI and then like a remote control for the... Uh, yeah, each the each streaming device will give you a remote of some kind. Oh. So okay. check out Roku or check out Shield. You'll see it's got a little... I'm not the happiest with my little Shield remote, but it literally has three buttons and a, and a slider for volume. It's very simple. and uh, But you can these other devices have all sorts of remotes as well. Um, so they all generally have a remote control of some kind that you'll use. So I would recommend doing a little research on the type of streaming device you want to get 
and then look at the type of streaming services. You already looked at YouTube TV. It's a good deal. Um, and you can share it with six people in your in your family that may not even be in your home. Yeah, yeah. And one last quick question. Um, the, 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 the combo router, uh, Netgear router modem, um, for some reason the computer, it picks up uh, Netgear 5G and then the old Netgear, uh, which is really slower, the 5G being fast. Mm-hmm. Will, the, uh, new, will the new hardware for the TV recognize the 5G? Oh, yeah. Or does it? It'll recognize the 5G. Now, you may have to use the slower one if the TV is further away. 5G is better for a closer, faster connection, and sometimes you have to use the lower 2.4 gigahertz speeds for the distances. So if your house is larger and you have a TV in the back room, it may do better at 2.4 than it will at 5. Okay. Well, great, guys. Thank you so much. That really makes it uh, – it makes sense. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. All right. He's going to go off and cut the cable. He still need the cable, but he's going to cut the cable. I know it sounds like an oxymoron, but it's true. We're going to step out for a quick break. you got one line open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're talking a lot, a lot of cutting of the cable today, so... Uh, Happy to help you out with that. We're going to go right to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. Let's go to June in Middletown next. Morning, June. Good morning. What's up? Um, I was telling him I I had, I guess they call it a power surge in my house. Mm-hmm. The lights were And when I went to use my computer, the com- it was off. Oh, boy. It, it's just been off. Now, is there something? It's an old computer. It's an old HP Windows Vista. Windows Vista. <laughs> wow, it died a very admirable death. <laughs> it took a light <laughs> by electrocution. <laughs> it's just only you know I'm just I'm a very elderly woman. Okay, and I've been just me using it. All so right. I just yeah, you know, it kept working. It was fine. Yeah, and it was working fine well, until this happened. It took a hit. It's done. Yeah. Is. There's nothing, there's like no reset button or anything like on it or anything like that, right? Probably Everything not. else is working. The printer's on, the screen is on, the, you know. Yeah, the power supply probably took a hit. Um, yeah. I mean, I doubt there's anything you could try, right, Bob? Yeah, you no, know, really. Is it a laptop or a desktop? No, it's a desk. Yeah, so the, yeah. Po- the power supply probably fried or, or something. The or the motherboard. Circuit. Yeah, and the motherboard. Yeah, and then, yeah. And right. it's so, so old that, you know, and I hate to say but you know, forget it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so my next question is, what? Um, I don't even know which ones that. Can you recommend what type of computer or how? What yeah. size or whatever. What, what do you use it for, one? June? What do you use it for primarily? I use it a lot. I'm, you know, every time I think of something, I come in and look it up on a computer. I pay my bills on it. I do, you know, I do a lot on it. Okay, so you're paying your bills on it, and you're just using it for regular surfing? And you're using Vista. (laughs) Some guy in the Czech Republic's got your account. Um, Oh, I'm sure everybody's... (laughs) Yikes. So I wouldn't recommend doing what you're doing. Right now I'm using my my, uh, iPhone. I have an iPhone and I have an iPad. All right, okay. You know, I just... I'm lost without this big computer and this big screen to type on and stuff like that. So, uh, So for you... 
we almost we don't really recommend i3s, but you really just need a basic i3 for what you just told me you were doing with it. Um, i3 or i5. I five is really where I would start for almost any computer. You're talking, you're talking phone, uh, computer, and it's an i five is the processor. I five is the processor. Yeah, so if you look at the flyers you might get in the mail, or if you go to a big box store, you want to start with an i five. In your case, i three maybe, but Bob and I are not. I'm not a fan of i three. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but that's yeah, just me. For what she said, but you're right. I five is the recommendation. You'll be happier with an i five. Yeah, eight gigs of RAM. Um, and some sort of hard drive of any size, uh, 500 or a terabyte, even a standard drive will work fine for you. Solid state would be nice if you can afford that. It'll boot up very fast. Solid state. So what, 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 what brand is it like Hewlett Packard? Yeah, we like, we like HP. Um, that's all I've ever had. This is, this is my second computer. Okay. (laughs) But I mean, I've had this, it's gotta be. 20 years. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, Vista's pretty old. Um, so you're going you're gonna to get a Windows 10 machine and uh, you're going to spend six, $700 maybe for that spec. You could find cheaper models with the similar specs that I just gave you maybe. Um, but I would do a little bit of shopping and it'll, it'll probably last you another six, seven years, eight years or longer. So when, I, when I look, I go for like a Windows 10 mm-hmm. machine with an i5 processor. Yes, ma'am. Eight gigs of RAM. Yep. That'd be nice. Do you use a surge suppressor? Excuse me? A surge suppressor. You plug it into a strip that has, uh, it says surge suppressor on it? No, it's just plugged into the The wall. Okay. So you might want to think about buying a surge suppressor as well when you buy your new computer. Yes. Because if you get hit by lightning or something uh, close by, It'll prevent the surge from uh, destroying your computer. So the surge from the power company. So when when you have a surge coming back from the from a power outage, without yeah. a surge strip, it's going to zap your system like it, it did. It might fry the surge suppressor, but it's supposed to protect your equipment behind it. Right. Surge suppressor. Yeah, because there's a up at the end of my street. I guess there's a pole or something, and mm-hmm. there's a transformer, and I. Every so often you hear this pow, and then the power goes out, and mm. you know, so not good. So yeah, get a surge strip. You've been lucky so far. Um, lightning, though, also just so you guys are aware, lightning will travel all sorts of ways, and a surge strip may not stop it from traveling down your network cord and blast your your motherboard that way. So if it gets to your to your Ethernet connection or your cable connection. So understand that a surge is from the power company comes back on a lightning strike, a UPS or a surge strip may not be any help at all unless you ground everything. You'd have to ground the cable connection. You'd have to ground your Cat5 connection to, to protect all your hardware, and very few folks do that. So, okay, all right, Okay, well, I've got something to start with here. But, yeah. You know, I get in the store, and I know nothing about it. Well, I'm going to have somebody go with me that knows Yeah, and you've got some basics. It. You've got some basics, and that person can help you find a, a good deal for you in those but specs. I'm, I'm not technically inclined but i listen to you guys for years well thanks so. well, we, we appreciate it <laughs> okay thank you so much you're welcome good luck bye-bye bye-bye very important to get some of this protection guys because you're gonna spend all this money on this hardware may as well protect it a couple Cheap insurance yeah what is it 25 bucks 30 bucks yeah or less we'll be right back
And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Joe's our producer today. He's a trumpet player from UConn. And we're going to go to Band Day, my, my, my wife and I, and check out with, uh, my son playing in the UConn Marching Band. My third and final son playing in the UConn Marching Band at Band Day. And we might see some football worth watching. We'll see. But we're really only interested in the marching band. Um, but if the, if the football team decides to play, it's great. It'd be great to watch a good game. It'd be nice to see them win. It would be. It'd be the first time they won two games in a row for many years, I think. <laughs> Since uh, Edsel, right? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, whatever. Let's go on to Joe next in Andover. Joe, what's up? Yes, thank you for taking my call. Our I pleasure. have uh, two. I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first question is: um, I uh, communicate uh, to a, with a friend in uh, Massachusetts uh, um, occasionally, and um, the last couple of times. I communicated with him. He said he almost missed it uh, because uh, my emails ended up in a spam folder. Um, is there anything I can do at my end or anything he can do at his end to prevent uh, emails uh, coming in uh, from ending up in a spam folder? I assume he's using Outlook for uh, his I'm not email. Sure of that. I, I, I am using Outlook, I'll tell you that, but I'm not sure if he's using Outlook. Okay. If you get a message that's a false positive, in your uh, for spam in your spam folder, you can right click on that and it'll open up a menu, and you can go down and uh, uh, you right click on it. You get the menu. You go down to junk mail, and then you it opens up another little sub menu, and it'll say yeah. One of the options is mark as not junk. So when you click that, a little box will open up and it'll give you the option to uh, put that. Uh, user's uh, email address in your safe senders list, mm-hmm. and it'll move it automatically to your inbox. So the system Excellent. thinks you're sending him spam. So whatever, if it's a joke message or a message with a if link. He's sending it out to multiple people at the same time, right. it could interpret that as spam too. And Joe, if, if what you were sending was something that was quote-unquote one of those funny links per se, you could actually be sending him spam. <laughs> oh, I see. And. Yes. And that's a big problem. People are forwarding a lot of bad stuff by accident. You didn't even realize you're a victim, and then you're spreading your victimhood to your friends. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I do have one other question. Sure. Um, about a year ago, I bought a new desktop, HP uh, desktop, mm-hmm. um, and uh, in the process of uh, starting the computer and so forth, I did um, rent or buy uh, Office 365, and uh, right, you probably course, came for uh, free for a couple months. Yeah, well, I did continue that, okay. and of course, they're charging me every year. Yeah. Um, my question is, uh, if I terminate that, will I still retain my Outlook and the older versions of Office, or will it be completely, including Outlook, wiped off my computer? So if you terminate the actual subscription, the the use of the software will stop. Um, so it won't let you execute it. Uh, it won't be wiped off your computer. Your old versions are still going to be there. Any of your old, if you, if you purchased an old copy of Office, let's say it's Office 2013, Office 2016, and you're not, if that's on your machine, those are going to stay. And you can reuse those if you want, rather than the 365 that you're renting. So it won't... Can I just purchase uh, Outlook from a machine? You can. You can just purchase Outlook by itself, or you can go to and get a small little like home and student suite of, of Outlook and or Word, and Excel, or home Outlook. and business. Yeah, you can buy whatever you want when it comes to this. You can buy it once. Retail copy versus three sixty five. Right. 
You but don't. If I, hadn't, if I didn't have prior um, office on this new computer, uh, if I only had the one that I downloaded and rented a year ago, and I terminate, then it'll most stop likely, working. It'll start including Outlook too. Oh yeah, it'll. That's they're going to say, hey, no software for you. Well, gee, thank you very much for answering both of my questions. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure, Joe. Bye now. All right, bye bye. Yeah, that's the one thing, you know. If if uh, these cloud technologies, right, all of them work the same way. Um, you know, think about your water when you pay your water bill. If you don't pay your water bill, what does a water company do? <laughs> Turns it off, and they say, "Hey, you want water? Pay your bill." So, same thing in the cloud. If you're renting your office from Microsoft and Microsoft either decides for some reason they don't like you or if you don't pay your bill, you can't use Word in an Outlook anymore. <laughs> right? Isn't that great? That's a great improvement for us, right? We're running our, our technology the way you run your water. <laughs> Not smart as far as I'm concerned. You good. wanted the ability to run independently of your software people. It's a good revenue stream for Microsoft. Yes, if they can get you to rent it forever. What a deal. Uh, but believe it or not, but Office, you get free upgrades. I'm still running Office 2013 <laughs> happily, uh, which means I didn't pay for 2016. I didn't pay for 2019 because it's just Word for crying out loud. It's just Outlook. It, I, <laughs> there isn't any, any additional benefit other than a loss of, of money in my pocket. Let's go on to uh, Tom in Southington. What's up, Tom? Yeah, well, I'm looking at getting a laptop computer. I know you say get an i5, and mm -hmm. I'm looking around, and I find a couple computers. They look very similar, except some say i5 and some say i7. And the price is different, right? Well, they're close to the same right now, the couple I find on sale. But oh. one is i7 better than an i5? Or? Yes. Oh, okay. The so the higher the number, the better it is then? The typical, yes. Typically what they do, though, is they'll... If the price is close, you'll find there'll be less RAM or smaller hard drive. Or less cores and less megahertz speed. Okay. Yeah, so well, it's like buying a car. No two are the same. Kind of. <laughs> um, so in the IT world, we are very tricksy, as Gollum would say. Uh, I5, four cores, three gigahertz is much better than an I5, two cores, 1.4 gigahertz. They're both I5. Okay. Well, what if... What if those if 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 you have a choice between an i7 and an i5 that the i7 would have more cores and more gigahertz? Or? The i7 will have more technology. It could have similar cores and similar gigahertz. Um, so there's a lot more to it. Our our recommendations are meant to at least be a baseline for general, but when you, you can get more granular like you are. Um, so it, th then I would tell you it comes down to the software that you're going to use. So if you're going to do video editing. Like I do a, a video thing for my family every year. If I'm going to do a little bit of video editing, I want an i7 with uh, a bunch of cores, you know, three, four cores, and a good three gigahertz processor. That's going to be a real and, and RAM. You got to have RAM. Plenty of RAM and video. But if we're just talking processor for now, I'm going to try to maximize my processor based on the software that I'm using. If you don't have any specific software requirement that you can give me. I5, our i5 recommendation is fine because you're probably just using word processing and email and browsing, right? Yeah, that's basically what I do. I just thought maybe should I get more in case I decide to do something additional on a later or just... That's always a good idea because you don't want to be like, oh, geez, I wish I had. Yeah, right. You'll be happy with it longer, actually, if assuming that something doesn't happen to destroy it in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah, always adding more in the, as long as it's within your budget, you know, if it's, if it's close... 
But again, they're going to be tricksy, as Gollum would say, between how they show an i7 and an i5. They're, they're looking for a price point, right? These are marketing people, not IT people, that are trying to find a price point that will make you bite. So an i5 with more cores or, or... And a higher gigahertz speed could be better than an i7 with less cores and a lower gigahertz speed, correct? All right, okay. All right, well, that helps. All right, Tom, good luck. Thanks. Bye. You got it, bye-bye. Uh, it's... it's uh, it's tough. It's complicated. Yeah. I mean, you're buying a car, right? I mean, if you buy a car and they're, they're going to throw in all these technologies, it's almost like the 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 airplane that's been grounded, the 357 Max, whatever it was called, 757, whatever it was. 757 Max. Max. Those, those dinglings decided to add an extra upgrade charge for a safety feature, right? How dumb was that? All their planes are grounded because they didn't do the right thing. Same thing with cars, right? Wouldn't you think... You should have lane warnings and indicators and stuff like that by default. Even the autopilot that Tesla has, I have the same technology on my silly minivan, right? They don't call it autopilot. But wouldn't that be a good idea? I'll tell you, when you're cruising control with this professional cruise control technology, it's really handy if you get a little sleepy. It keeps it in the lane. I'm still awake. I'm not falling asleep like the guys that you see in the YouTube videos. I'm driving the the Teslas with their eyes closed. You guys are just, yeesh. I saw one video of a guy in a Tesla, and he was sawing logs. Yeah, that's Darwinism at its best right there. You want to get out of that guy's way. Um, But my point is, the technology for some of this stuff really should be there by default. But you know, with a car, they're going to try to upsell you into some of this technology. Same thing with computers, right? A $300 i5 is not the same as a $700 i5. It's not the same as a $1,000 i5. They're not trying to trick you. There's better technology in a $1,000 i5. There just is. So understand that. Uh, you're going to be disappointed with the $300 i5 probably. We're going to step <laughs> out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Uh, Stuart and Jim, hang on. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back. I got a feeling this is Yukon, huh? Auburn, okay. All right. We got to find some Yukon bumper music. That'd be great. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock and uh, taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Jim in Windsor Locks. Hey, Jim, what's up? Jimmy, yeah, there? So, Mike, yes, can you hear me? Yes. I have a an older Dell computer tower All right. that we no longer use. And I don't know, I want to get rid of it, but mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any information on there that I should be concerned with. Well, yeah, generally I- there is information on there you should be concerned with. So there's a hard drive in there. Okay. You want to take the hard drive out. So you want to open the case, and the hard drive looks about, it's about the size of a sandwich if it's an old computer. I assume it's about uh, five or eight years old, if I had to guess. 20 years, probably. Oh, it's about the size of a very thick Reuben. Your hard drive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, it could be Seagate, Western Digital. Um, those are the brand names of the hard drive. You, you'll know it in there when you see it. You want to take that out, and then you can go ahead and e-cycle your, your Dell. Now, a lot of landfills within your, within your towns will probably take electronics separately, and they'll responsibly recycle them or e-cycle them. Um, but for yeah. your hard drive, you want to uh, put some safety glasses on and smash it. Or drill it. Now, you're going to destroy your drill bit if you be careful with your drill bits there. I mean, if you're not handy like me, it won't matter. But um, How about dunking it in water? (laughs) you got to drill a hole in it so the water gets in and penetrates. Yeah, drill a hole first, yeah, because it's sealed. Okay, I gotcha. 
All I right. have another question also. Yeah. It seems like when I watch certain videos on YouTube, I automatically start getting these emails. And the emails will ask me to unsubscribe if I don't want to get them anymore. And every time I go to unsubscribe, I seem to get more of them. Well, every time you click on unsubscribe, you're confirming that it's a valid email address. So you're... Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, well, how do I get rid of all these unnecessary emails or is there just no way around it? Well, you can mark them as spam and block the sender. That'll reduce them from your being. It'll go into your your spam by default. They're going to keep coming under different domains and email addresses. Uh, the best thing you can do probably is to subscribe to some sort of a mail filter. filter. What's your email service that you're using, Jim? I'm using the Yahoo. Oh yeah, yeah. That's probably not even a good idea. It's either. not. It's not. But you can probably log on to Yahoo and turn up your spam filtering settings. They probably have some level of spam filtering in your Yahoo account where you can go ahead and log in and go over to spam filtration settings and increase those settings to be a little more harsh so that they block more junk. What what do I if I want to do email differently, what what should I be looking for? Outlook, I hear you're talking about that. Should I go purchase Outlook and you start using that exclusively? Outlook is just Outlook is just a mail client. So Outlook is just software to read email. You need a new mailbox. Your mailbox is being held at Yahoo, and that company uh, was bought by Verizon, I think. Um, billion, one billion accounts have been hacked on Yahoo, so yeah. yours is probably part of it. Well, Yahoo has changed hands a number of times. Yeah, maybe Oath yeah. owns them now. I don't know who owns I them would, now. I definitely want to get rid of it and do something better for myself. Yeah, so you need a new mail. Where to go? And you need a new ba- mailbox. So what's your internet provider? Um, Cox Cable. Okay, so you can get a mailbox from them, right? You get one free anyways, so you'll be at Cox.com if you want to use their mail, or you can actually step away from that completely, and I've recommended Proton, which is a Swiss company um, where the the email was developed by the Swiss Army and uh, MIT. Take a look at it for yourself, and now you've got an encrypted mail service that's housed in Switzerland. Okay. That would be the ultimate direction if you really wanted to go from where you're going now with Yahoo to over to Proton. It's like it's like you're you're using roller skates versus a Tesla. Will that get rid of a lot of these emails that I'm talking about? Also, once I change this up. Well, they won't find you at Yahoo anymore. (laughs) Okay, I I got you. But they Um, but they could still send spam to you, right? So Proton, I'm sure, has um, spam filtration that you can turn up as well if you still find yourself. See, it's kind of partially your fault, Jim. Wherever you're going, they know wherever you are, and they know your mailbox, and they're saying, "Oh, it's Jim's here." Okay, let's send some junk to Jim, Um, or you're on somebody's list, right? So you got to increase your spam protection. I've got you. Okay. Are most and these other ones, Proton, are, they're not free. You probably have to. They do have a free option. Um, they do have a free option, and you know what we've always said: if it's free, you're the commodity. But if you read what they're all about, and they're highly rated, this in this possible case, you may not be as a commodity as much as you would be if you are Yahoo, right? So um, gotcha. they do have a paid mailbox though too, and they have business boxes as well. Would I be required to change my domain name? Yes, you're no longer going to be. You're no longer going to be at Yahoo, right? Oh, oh, but I could still use the first part of that. What? Yeah. What's if the, it's my name? Yeah. So if it's, it's like if it's Jim dot com or, or yeah. Jim at Yahoo, that'll stay the Jim part. 
Yes. Well, there may okay. be other gyms. It could be a J. It might be well, J. I'll just use that as an example. Yeah. I don't know if I should give out my email address. Oh, no. You don't want anybody spamming you from our listener base. That'd be awful. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. So you gave me some great information. I'll remove that hard drive and I will drill it. Drill the head off. Yep. Thank you for your help. You got it, Jim. Have a great day. All right, you too. Bye-bye. So, yeah, you got some security things. But, yeah, Yahoo. I mean, gosh, guys. Yahoo, Hotmail, Google. All these, you know, Outlook.com, just big cloudy stuff out there, right? And uh, if it's free or the commodity, be aware of that. Um, let's move on to more calls here. We're going to go to Stuart Middletown next. Hey, Stu. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I've got a, a older six-year-old PC, and I want to move the data to a new um, uh, to a new laptop that mm-hmm. I just bought. Nice. What do you recommend? Like I've looked online, and I've seen Z install and PC mover. Well, you're going from Windows 7 to Windows 10, right? Uh, 8.1 to 10. Hmm. What I would do is uh, you could do this a couple of ways. You could get a, a USB drive and copy your data over, and then you don't necessarily need all your settings. Or you could uh, just drill down and uh, see uh, users and your username and just copy that profile. Yeah. And then copy that profile into your Windows 10 machine. So the A is close enough for that profile to work? Yeah, the profiles are pretty much the same. Uh, you could do it folder by folder. It would probably be a little more accurate. Yeah. But uh, so it says maybe some stuff that you don't want. And a lot of times reloading software is better than trying to bring the whole kit and caboodle over anyways. Who wants that old stuff? Um, you have a cleaner install if you just load from disk or from download again. The, the software that you really want. Okay, and, so how big of a USB drive would I need then? If well, it's just data? It's yeah, just, uh, no, it's everything. The data, um, you know, my email stuff. So you, when you go and navigate down to see users, your username, right-click yeah. and choose properties, it'll tell you how much data is in your profile. Okay. Yeah, and you can even check for the whole computer. Just go to see, right-click properties, and it'll tell you how much data you've consumed off the, with the entire operating system and everything. Oh. And that'll give you an idea how much you might need. Okay. All right, very good. All right, Stuart, good luck. All right, thank you. You got it. Yep, bye. Bye-bye. Those tools they use to try to migrate systems are not big fans of. They used to have a great one for Windows 7, and then Microsoft deprecated it. Yeah, I know. That was the best tool. <laughs> but now you got to do it the old-fashioned way with uh, with Windows 10. We don't have a lot of time here with Jim and Summers, but I'll try to get his call in. Hey, Jim, we're, gonna, we're running out of time. What do you got? Quick question. Um, I'm just looking for something. I got a Windows 10 on a, a, a five-year-old Dell laptop, and it's running really slow. Yep. So I was wondering if there's a thing out there that I could download for free Yep. Um, that would just clean things up for me and make it run faster. Check out Malware Bytes. You probably have malware. malware. Yeah, you probably have malware. Download the free version of Malware Bytes and run it, run it to see if it finds a bunch of junk there. Um, that's probably slowing your machine down. Okay. All right. Thank you. You got it, Jim. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right. Look at that. We cleaned the board. We cleaned the board. <laughs> finished up with the 30 seconds here to go. Look at that. We're about a minute and a half to go. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. Mike G. posted it all live for you. If you if you uh, can't remember computertalkwithtab.com, it's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go over to Facebook and like us on Facebook, we're there as well. Uh, if you like Tab Computer Systems, the uh, post will get into your news feed. And if you follow us on Twitter, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know how anybody has any time for Twitter. But if you do use Twitter, I don't know what you're using it for. <laughs> but if you do use it, we're at Tab Computer Sys. I mean, maybe I'm just too old. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just don't have time. Why is that kind of time to look at Twitter all day? Uh, but if you do have people tweeting at you and you really care about what they say, in our case, we're going to show you the news. It'll be there for you. I want to thank you, Joe, right, for producing. UConn, UCMB, Trumpet, nice. And stick around. Dr. Alessi's up next with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. He's in the green room. He is live. I did see him, right? He's here. So he'll give you a, a, a second opinion on your health advice. Stick around for that. And thank you all, all guys. Go, UConn. See you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.